Welcome to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Join us as we review our favorite RPGs, collectible card games, MMOs, video games, PC games, and bring up interesting topics and things that we'd like to share with everyone. Sit back and enjoy the show. This is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. She's a cosplayer. She does. Uh, we worked with her in the past, so she's definitely going to give like the, the cosplay uh, perspective over there. We, I have my studio manager Patrick Mueller. Patrick, say hello. Hi. Yes, uh, he's excited to be here. Actually, uh, a cosplayer recommended that we host her. Uh, we should be hosting panels about all the knowledge that we have. So this is our very first one. So those of you that this is your first Comic Con and your first panel. Well, this is our first panel, so. we apologize. Yeah, we apologize <laughs> in advance uh, for any obscenities that are said. I hope you guys aren't easily offended. I will try to keep this PG, but Patrick's here, so it's probably not gonna happen. Okay, cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we're trying to focus on both the cosplay perspective and the photographer's perspective of things, right? So we want to make sure that we cover both of those areas and we have a lot of information in regards to both those things. And if you're like, oh great, there's nothing I can learn here, uh, we are giving away free stuff. So stay in there. Any panel that gives away free stuff from my experience is a free panel. Yeah, let's give it up for free stuff. By the way, there you go. There you go. Got a t-shirt for her. That was, that was for her, man. All right, all right. Uh, so, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk a little bit about what Lucky Men is, what we do, all that kind of stuff, how uh, we got our start. And then we're going to talk about the technical skills of photography, you know, and uh, like exactly what you should know before you actually start calling yourself a photographer or maybe a model. Uh, and then exactly what happens at, during the shoot, you know, the, those type of things that you guys can prepare or schedule. Finally, like the expectations. What should the photographer expect from the cosplayer and what the cosplayer should expect from the photographer, meaning uh, there should not be any removal of clothing. And then finally, we're going to talk about social media because that really wraps up the whole entire package. In this day and age, uh, yeah, you're going to need social media to really promote yourself, whether you're the photographer or cosplayer, right? So who are we? Um, I've been shooting for the last eight years. Uh, I'm a commercial photographer. I've won now 20 awards in the last eight years. I just won one two months ago, from my fine art photography to my photojournalism, and also uh, my commercial photography. So we're pretty well established, and I've been doing it for a long time. And I think that's what it is. I also do sports. I work for the U of A. I work in their marketing part department. Did a lot of stuff in regards to that. A lot of fun. It was great times. 
But uh, I would also go to cons because I'm originally from San Diego. So this is what we do. We do uh, what's called photo manipulations. We take photographs and we take that, that photograph of the cosplayer. Like right here, we have Lindsay right in the center. And we manipulate a full background into it to really immerse the cosplayer into that, making sure that the environment really represents that. And Patrick, can I have that? Make sure I'm not talking blind. Okay, that's what I was getting at. So I'm from San Diego, California, and I've been going to the San Diego Comic Con before it was cool to be a nerd, right? Like, so come like, you know, junior high and high school, I would not tell my friends what I was doing. It's just like this space in my memory over the summer where I wouldn't tell them what's going on. And that was the Comic-Con back then for San Diego. You would just show up and you would buy your ticket just like here and you go in. There was no waiting, you know, months in advance, trying to get, you know, selected or any of this stuff. Now it's a different story. But I would always be going to cons, right? I love comics, love video games, that type of thing. And as I started going more and more to cons, my friends would be telling, you know, they would be cosplaying. And as I became a photographer, they're like, hey, do you want to take like cosplay pictures of me? And I'm like, no. Are you paying me? Like, why would I want to do that, right? And I would start going to the cons and start focusing on cosplay photography, looking at it. And although I'm not hating, there was a little, you know, I saw how much work would go into this, right? But then the photography didn't seem like it was the same thing going into it. So I felt like we really had to, you know, add that extra element. But that was always in the back of my mind. I want to do something. I want to do something. So the next image I have here is of Kadeem Carey. He was a star running back for the U of A about four years ago. And my boss asked me the question where I'm still a closet nerd. He asked me, oh, hello. Okay. He asked me, he's like, hey, do you like comic books? I'm like, that's a loaded question. I'm not going to answer that. I'm like, uh, I guess, sure, right? And he tells me, he's like, yeah, I want you to take a picture of our star running back, and I want you to turn him into Captain America with the U of A version. And I'm just like, wow, that's like the latest thing I've ever heard. And I'm like, okay. And I've been doing so many projects with U of A, and like half of them get to use, right? And you're like, okay, so where's the story? And this is like a big moral lesson, right? This is like your ABC family lesson. I'm like, okay, I guess I could do it. And he's like, yeah, can you get started right now? And I'm like, really? It's like seven in the morning. I haven't even had my coffee. Sure, whatever I can do. So I scheduled with Kadeem, I'm like, hey, I need to take your picture. And he's like, yeah, I heard about it. And I'm like, great. And when he's there, you know, he's the star running back. Everyone on campus is absolutely in love with him. I'm like, dude, just take this stupid picture real quick. So I take the picture, great. And then I have to turn him into Captain America. And my boss sends me an email of like, you know, the new Captain America movie that came out. And he's like, yeah, I want him to look just like this. I'm like, what a waste of time. All right, sure. So I start doing it. I start working it out and everything else. And my boss keeps emailing me, how's it going? Can I get a progress picture? He's never done that before. And I'm like, okay, sure. I still haven't done much. And I still got these other things to do. And I still haven't had my coffee. Keep going. And I'm like, he didn't tell me a timeline. So it's 6 in the afternoon, I'm home. I already finished my classes and everything else. And I get a text from him. He's like, hey, I see you're not in the office. How did that, how's the Kadeem picture working out? It's all right. He's like, do you think you'll have it by the end of the night? I'm like, wow, you need it by the end of the night? 
Like, okay, so I send them a picture, 80% done, 90% done. And then all of a sudden I get an email response from all of his bosses saying, wow, it looks great. And I'm like, wow, I don't know why. I'm like, they got to sound like the biggest inappropriate word for, for Captain America. I don't know what's going on. All right, so I finish it. I send it to him that night. Well, I have a, another one of my members of my staff, huge U of A fan, huge Kadeem fan, and I show it to him. He, he loves comic books too. And he's like, wow, that's great. That's amazing. And I'm like, I'm like, actually, it's a piece of junk. Uh, they rushed me to do it. You know, I did this whole thing. It's like, great. Okay. Four days later, that same friend calls me at 6.30 in the morning, right when I get up. And he's so excited. And I'm like, what the hell? What, what do you want? And he's like, dude, go to ESPN.com right now. And I'm like, uh, why? You know, I'm like, I really don't want to see how your team is doing good or whatever, I don't care. He's like, just go to ESPN.com and click uh, on college football. And I'm like, okay, I'll do that. I hang up, I'm pretty upset, you know. I haven't had my group loops yet, it's a pretty bad day, right? So I check out ESPN.com on my phone, I hit on college football, and the first image I see is that very last one back there. And you know, it's titled, you know, it's the, the kickoff of the college award season. And it, you know, the story reads off how, you know, U of A is setting a precedent on how to properly, you know, promote their athletes, right? After it's on ESPN, it's on Sports Illustrated, it is on like a bunch of different websites. You know, it's on the Arizona Star, it's everywhere. And it's like actually my most famous picture to date because every week on the big screen at the U of A, it's on there and everything. It's my most famous picture that I've ever produced. You know, I won all these awards and everything else. My boss got an award for that stupid picture. <laughs> all right. So everyone asks me, it's like, well, that must be the picture you're most proud of, right? That's your best picture, right? I'm like, actually, it's the picture I'm most ashamed of because I didn't put any effort into it. I did enough work so my boss could get off my even though he wasn't being hard on me, I just didn't see any passion in the project. So everything I do now, I remember this picture, and I take it like it's my last picture. You know, it's like, this is what I'm going to be famous for. If this is what I'm going to be remembered by. You better, I'm, better make sure that it kicks ass. So just keep that in mind for whatever work you guys do. You'll never know what you become famous for. You'll never know what becomes popular. Yeah, right here, right? So that's just my little more of the story. That's my ABC moment. But then after that, after that, uh, the 501st contacts my mentor. I'm sure you guys are familiar with the 501st Legion, right? Pretty cool guys. They uh, they take this stuff really seriously. You know, I don't know if you guys want to become members of the 501st, but details are really important. And they contact my mentor, and they were doing some charity work. I believe it was for the March of Dimes. Not exactly sure. And they asked me, you know, they, they have a very large Arizona chapter, and they asked, they're like, hey, we, we need a commercial photographer, but we can't afford to pay much. And in our Florida chapter was able to do these type of images. Can you mimic the same exact images? I mean, sorry, you have to do it for free, but, you know, we appreciate it. Sure, let's do this. Under one condition. The, you know, the president of this Tucson chapter is like, well, yeah, sure, what, what's the condition? And I'm like, as long as I get to take 
some of my own images like on a private shoot of you guys. And of course, you know, he's a dude, so he's like, private shoot? I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't mean it like that. It's like, come on. And he's like, well, he's like, all right. I'm like, I just I have this idea in the back of my head. I want to experiment with it, blah, blah, blah. Can we do this? And he's like, yeah, sure. So we have a shoe. They end up producing the images. The images that we made in here in Tucson, they loved. The Florida chapter was like, what the hell went wrong with our photos? And they almost used exclusively my photos for this whole thing. It's like, great. And this was a basically what, the time of Phoenix Comic Con 2014, right? Yes. Right before there. So we did a private shoe after that, and I did my very first Lucky Man images, which were these two. And this is of that president of the chapter. And he was my, my guinea pig, right? He remembers, when I saw this, I was like, oh, cool, it's Commander Cody. And he's like, actually, it's Commander Fly. And he pops up in this episode of, you know, Clone Wars. And this is how you can tell him Commander Fly because of this. And he's like, this is canon for this book. And I'm just like, holy crap, I thought I was a nerd. <laughs> I'm like, oh, not even close, not even close. So I took these. I made these two renders, and I brought them to Phoenix Comic Con, and I showed them to cosplayers. And I'm like, hey, is this something you'd be interested in? Everyone absolutely loved it. These were just the first two images I showed. I showed it to the members of the 501st. They threw a party for me just so they could look at these two images. So what basically happens and what we do is you know, we take an initial picture, and we do a research on that character. right? We want to make sure that we really capture the essence of that character. After that, we, we add a bunch of components to pour like a like a, a montage, right? You're building it piece by piece, and after that, we blend it together with our artistic style. So we have one overall piece, and it looks like it blends well together. All right. So the next part of the agenda, right? The technical skills is like, how do you take better pictures? Like, hey, what's your secret to become a badass photographer? Well, yeah, I'd love to say you become a badass photographer overnight. And you know what? I don't, I don't know what happened. Did someone make it just walk out? <laughs> that was weird. It's weird being in this perspective. Um, so uh, yeah, I really wish I could say yeah, you become a badass photographer overnight, but really it just takes practice, practice, practice. You know, And it's just like the same thing if you're a cosplayer, right? It's like you don't learn how to sew overnight. Yeah, you learn the basics, but you become better at it, better at it. And it, after you cut yourself or poke yourself or prick yourself so many times, you get it. Uh, like Captain America over there, he ripped his pants today, and now he sewed his pants back up, so he could be here today. Think about that, right? Good job. Don't do kicks. So, so first things first, don't use auto mode. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, you know, when I started, when I first started art school, I am I'm used to being like top of the class, and I sucked at photography. Everyone else is producing better pictures than me. So what did I do? I'm like, I need any edge possible, and I picked up digital photography for dummies. And I read the book cover to cover, and sure enough, during the next homework assignment, I was better. And I just continued to get better, and I bought book after book. I started watching YouTube videos and all that other stuff. And I got internships with some of the best photographers in the country. I uh, interned with the uh, you know, performing arts centers, commercial photographers, and I even interned with Playboy back when Playboy was a bit risque. And uh, you know, my mentor at Playboy, he told me as you know, I was finishing up my internship, I had you know, a small scholarship that went to one of the finest art photography uh, colleges in the nation. It's the Art Center College of Design, ACC. 
Pasadena, Michael Bay went there, right? And he, I was like, yeah, I'm ready to go here. You know, they're giving me like a $10,000 scholarship and tuition is $200,000, so it's gonna be great. And he, he went there, so I thought he was gonna be stoked for me. Like, I'm following in his footsteps. And he's like, Larry, honestly, he's like, yeah, would I trade that experience for the world? Or for the world? No, he's like, it was great. He's like, that was the 1970s. If we didn't know how to take a shot or know how to do something in lighting or anything else, he's like, that's how we learn from our teachers. You guys have YouTube and all these other resources. You guys could just look it up. You guys could just mimic any of your favorite photographers. So I didn't go to that art school, and I still didn't do so bad. Um, some other channels that I really love, Digital Rev TV. I don't know if you guys heard of it. Um, it's this guy in Hong Kong, really great guy. He does a lot of reviews on different gear and he shows a lot of different techniques. And then the one to the right is fstoppers.com. And um, also they, sh they have a, a conglomerate of a bunch of professional photographers and they all share their secrets. On the bottom is lynda.com. And you know, I'm not sponsored by these guys or anything like that. But uh, they, it's a pay for site, but it's a bunch of like videos and they give you tutorials on step-by-step -step things, on how to use software, can you learn how to use Photoshop, or different camera techniques. The other cool thing about Linda.com as well is they have tutorials in there. So they provide all the images, they'll tell you how to do it, and then they go step by step by step. Yeah. And it's not just photography, there's other things in there like Photoshop and, uh, and I don't know. Yeah, student pricing, that matters for any of us. Um, all right, so the great debate, what's the best gear? And I get asked that all the time. Is it Canon? Is it Nikon? How many Canon users we have here? Hey, yeah, and how many Nikon users? There you go. Um, the truth of the matter is, unlike our great presidential debate that's going on right now, it really doesn't matter, right? Cameras are so great nowadays. It's like, you know, I, I do a lot of freelance work for newspapers. I, I swear, one time I left my camera at home and I got to the event that I was shooting, right? Talk about stupid, like worst photographer forever, right? I was like, I have to produce, you know, and the event was actually happening live, so I took photos of my iPhone. And I sent them to the editor. The editor absolutely loved the pictures until I said they were taken with an iPhone. Yeah. And she was like, what? I'm like, hey, no, you're too late. You can't take back. You love, you love the pictures. They were with an iPhone. I, Why would you take it with an iPhone? Well, I was experimenting with composition. No, I left my camera. She's like, all right. Well, you can't pay any less for these photos. You got to deal with it. And there you go. She's like, well, I don't want her to ever happen again. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So just think about that. If, if you get caught up in an argument with someone's like, well, you can't be that good if you use this or that, then you know they should probably be using a medium format camera that costs sixty thousand dollars, opposed to the Nikon or Canon that cost them five hundred to fifteen hundred dollars. That's just the truth. The best pictures you could take is with the camera that you have. Remember that. Don't get caught up. Don't feel bad or anything else. The first I, award I won was with a Nikon D eighty that I got off of Craigslist for like two hundred fifty dollars, and like like every other shot was black. Okay, it was bad. Okay, so I don't, I don't want to hear it. There's no excuses. You know, as long as you're taking pictures and having fun, you guys can still do great things. As far as gear that I use, this is all the company's gear that I use. I am a Nikon shooter. Uh, does that mean I absolutely love Nikon? I mean, I guess, you know, this is what I have, right? It's like, yeah, I have a Toyota. That's what I love. You give me a free car, that's like you give me a free Ford, all of a sudden I love Ford. 
It doesn't matter to me, you know. All my Nikon gear was stolen, and I got on Craigslist a bunch of Canon gear really cheap. I would be like, hey, yeah, Canon, way to go. Um, all this gear is like the top end professional gear. Um, it's the industry standard. It's what I use. Is that what you guys should use? Absolutely not. The reason I use it is because in the commercial photography world, I have shoots where the client will pay me $10,000. And when the client pays me $10,000, they expect me to use top-notch stuff. They don't care how great a photographer I am. They want to see all these like, fancy things. When, when Patrick and I are shooting and there's no client around, we're using like poster board and like crappy materials, and we just make it inductive because I know what I'm doing, and I can produce great light stuff. There's so much cheap gear out there, especially like, I know there's like a lot of Chinese knockoff stuff. It's pretty good. Other than your camera, you shouldn't worry about having it being, you know, uh, an industry standard or a big brand name or anything like that. So yeah, I'll shoot with the main brand camera, but everything else, you know, find the cheap stuff, get used, all that kind of things. Because the money that you're spending on your camera gear shouldn't prevent you from going shooting. It's like, well, I stuff at work before I could buy that lens. It's like, what are you doing? You know? And then, uh-huh. <laughs> Chinese stuff is almost as good as the Nikon stuff, or even better. What you should care about, uh, Photoshop, Adobe stuff is the standard in the industry. Um, you know, maybe you're, I, I, have, I met this guy last week, or two weeks ago at FanFest, that actually edits photos with PowerPoint. I'm like, how the hell do you do that? That's awesome, right? That's really cool that you can edit with PowerPoint. I use Photoshop, you know, I, I know how to use it and everything else, but a lot of jobs and opportunities may open for you just because you have the ability to use Photoshop. I mean, I'm not kidding. Every, when someone finds out that you know how to use Photoshop really well, they look at you like you're some kind of wizard or if you're like Emerald Lagasse as a chef, they're like, oh my gosh, you could do this. And I'm just like, okay. Then unfortunately, like all your friends bug you and ask you to like, take 20 pounds from their, their photos. And you're like, that's not what I do, but okay. So think about that. Photoshop, uh, I use Lightroom, Bridge, InDesign a lot for my graphic stuff. Those are big pieces to use. Um, now you don't have to make an extremely large purchase where you had to buy Photoshop for like $600. Now they have a, you pay for their cloud service and there's a student price that comes out to like $10 a month. Otherwise, if you're a professional, it's like $25 a month. All right, so when we prepare for a shoot, we do a lot of research and both the cost players already do that research, right? Before you guys choose your outfits and everything else on whether what type of Captain America you're gonna go for and which movie, you're doing research to make sure you have that. Photographers, you guys should be doing the exact same thing, especially when it comes to anime, right? When in doubt, it must be anime, right? Because I don't know what's going on. But it's the same thing. You want to make sure that you're capturing the essence of this cosplay, this character. You know, one of my mentors told me he had this student and he wanted to be a fashion photographer. And he asked him, well, why do you want to be a fashion photographer? And the guy's like, oh, I like to shoot fashion. He's like, well, what do you like about fashion? Clothes. It's like really? It's like you know you don't know the difference between like Prada and Dolce Gabbana or anything like that. Like uh, no. He's like so you mean to tell me you like taking pictures of pretty girls? Well yeah. I was like okay well we probably shouldn't be a fashion photographer right? You probably should be doing something else. Same thing here in the cosplay photography. I mean learn the cosplays. Figure it out. You know the way the rapport you're going to have with your model, especially when I was like when I was shooting Liz here. You know, the fact is, I'm like, I know Harley Quinn's psychotic. 
you know? So we try to go for that psychotic look. When I found out that she actually really is psychotic, there's a little creepy, you know, and great. But at the same time, you know, we gotta, we gotta bond, we gotta talk about little things. What do you like about the character? Well, this is what we're trying to go for, and this and that, right? So definitely do your research. Uh, we also do a lot of, like, we pull a lot of images online, and then we have them on iPad. So during the shoot, we show them to the cosplayers. Like, oh, hey, you wanna try this pose? It gives you a lot of different ideas. All right, so the day of the shoot, how to prepare. Um, time is money, so as a photographer, you show up early. Not really, so you could set up gear and make sure everything was ready, but because getting in a cosplay and getting in a character and all that makeup and all that stuff takes forever. So my assistants and I were playing catch, we're doing nothing as the cosplayer is getting ready with that makeup artist and all those different th type of things are going on. We bring snacks, have water, because it's a long shoot. So make sure that when you're taking a picture of a cosplayer, try to do it with more than one cosplay, right? Maybe three or four, because it's a big investment, that type of thing. And then make sure you're ready so that when they're ready to shoot, we shoot. Um, it's kind of tragic, you know, we spend hours at a shoot doing this cosplay photography, but behind the camera, we only spend about 15 minutes. You know, we take some pictures, I'm like, Lindsay, looks like you're constipated, and then after that, you know, we're good. We get the shots we need, and we're good. Um, Photographers, remember this, right? Cosplayers, they have so many things going on, they're ill-prepared, right? They're already worried about their different wig pieces, all these different hair, or costumes, their guns, and all these apparel items that they forget things like body pins, and duct tape, and hot glue gun, because things fall apart like shit, sorry. But, uh, you know, everything's falling apart, cotton swabs, makeup remover, band-aids, neosporin, whatever you can think of that they possibly may need, even a brush and a mirror, simple things like that. Be sure to have it, because they don't have things like that. Also bring your own things, because sometimes they don't have it either. Yeah, cosplayers, you probably bring that stuff, because photographers suck too, they don't have anything. Um, also, I am a firm believer in the buddy system. Photographers don't, well, female photographers, you guys don't have this problem, but male photographers don't suck and be like, hey, you know, uh, my studio's my bedroom. Come on. Seriously, what? <laughs> so, you know, I tell my cosplayers, my models who work with me, I'm like, hey, bring a friend. You know, just make sure they respect the photographic process because I might be an axe murderer, right? So you should be safe. And I have assistance because you might be an axe murderer. So <laughs> we got this worked out, right? I don't trust you, you don't trust me. We work everything out. It ends up going really well. I mean, photographers is a big deal. I know a lot of photographers that are kind of like diva about it, where they're like, they don't want to bring, they don't want the, the cosplayer to bring their uh, boyfriend or girlfriend or you know any type of friend, because they just want to be alone with them and not get distracted. And I'm just like, if they bring a friend, it's like slave labor, right? Because they too are helping with like the hair and makeup and carry things. But then they're like another pair of eyes that are like noticing like, oh, this is wrong with this or this is wrong with that. And then on top of it, they're also taking behind the scene photos for you. I don't need, my staff is playing catch. We're not doing anything. But there's the boyfriend, you know, snapping pictures and everything else. Like, hey, can you send that to me so I can share it on my Instagram? Sure, no problem. Slave labor is the best labor, right? Come on, it's free, let's just do it. So bring people along. And that's why cosplayers, yeah, have your friends come along because they could help you out. It, it's weird, you know, I'll be helping her with something, I'm just like, uh, I don't feel comfortable doing this with you. You know, it's just like, this is awkward, right? It's usually 
getting extra tacos or something like that. But you know, just that whole basis. They make you feel more relaxed too. You know, especially because most of our cosplays are female cosplays. So you're just like, let's make sure they're not killers. <laughs> well, not just that, but they they also can help you in and out of the cosplay and everything. Yeah. You know? True story, I have this beautiful cosplayer, you know, great girl, a friend introduced me to her. She was a little bit timid about, you know, setting up a shoot. She was like, well, I just do this for fun. Well, I convinced her after seeing her cosplays, I was like, holy crap, we need to do this. So she gets to the studio, she's there with her friend, and this girl is so shy. It is ice. I'm talking about, and I'm, you know, I'm a bubbly personality, right? I'm the blonde cheerleader of the group. And she's just like totally not even buying into my stuff. And I'm like, and the, the camera can't, you know, can tell that you're lying. It's like there's like no personality coming through. It's like, what do we do? What do we do? So what did I do is I started showing the friend all the pictures of your taking. And the friend's like eating it up. She's eccentric just like me. And she's like, oh my gosh, these are the greatest photos ever. Oh my gosh, you're like the greatest photographer. I'm like, yeah, I know. And, <laughs> you know, she just loves it. So the cosplayer starts looking at it. And she actually starts breaking down those barriers right before our eyes. And by the end of the shoot, she's just having the time of her life, she's dancing with us, she's having a great time. If it wasn't for her friend, she would have been in her shell the entire time. So, just something to keep in mind. All right, so is that all, right? That's all you have to do for a shoot? This is the nitty gritty, this is the important stuff, and this is what experience has given. So, if you want to get anything out of this, this panel, this is it, for both sides of the, the aisle, I guess. Um, lots of legal stuff, all right? Photographers, you definitely need to have a model release for your models, no matter what, no matter what. You may say, well, I'm not gonna sell the photos. It's like, great that you're not selling the photos, but, you know, something bad could happen. Maybe you weren't intending that, maybe you shared a photo of Liz here and Dallas back there, Captain America, he, he posts some negative comment. Oh, she looks bad. Her feelings are hurt. Well, who does she blame? She's going to blame the photographer. Why'd you post that? Why'd you choose that photo out of all of them? The one that I look fat in, why'd you post that? And you have liability issues. You're like, I didn't know this was a problem. You're like, well, I don't think there's going to be liability issues. I used to think the same thing. There's a reason why I'm bringing this up. Have a model release. And when you're working on stuff that you don't want released yet, have an NDA, which is a non-disclosure agreement. Right? Non-disclosure agreements are pretty simple and pretty standard in the entertainment industry. It basically says, hey, don't talk about this stuff until we release it. That's pretty fair and common. I have my model sign it, and as soon as I post the photo, they rip it up. It doesn't matter, right? The model release, all it really states is like, hey, I'm gonna be using your photos for this purpose. And in return, I'm giving you this type of compensation. And the model agrees. The model herself, she could have a model release. I've done this plenty of times where the model's like, hey, you're not going to post my photos on Cosplayers Gone Wild, right? Simple things like that, you know? You, models, you should protect yourself. Make sure that you're not being taken advantage of. Because, yeah, it, it can get pretty scary out there. Another thing, too, is a lot of times, and it's really popular, TFP work. You maybe have seen that online. And what that means, it's an old term called trade for print. You might see TFCD, which means trade for CD, or TFDI, trade for digital images, right? And what that means is if I choose to shoot you, right, I'm not going to pay you and you're not going to pay me. We're doing this pro bono, right? And it's cool. 
But at the same time, most photographers will then give the model a model release saying, hey, I have the right to do whatever I want to these images. Well, yeah, the model release says that, but you need to be compensated. You need to be compensated. So I did um, uh, more, uh, a documentary with Morgan Spurlock, and I wasn't getting paid for it, right? We, they were uh, filming me shoot the 501st. So when I signed my model release, they gave me a dollar. That was the compensation, because I had to agree to some form of compensation. Remember Dobby and Harry Potter, right? He got he became free because he got socked. Same deal, right? They got the full ownership of my image and likeness because they paid me a dollar and I signed the contract agreeing to such compensation. So remember that. So if all of a sudden the photographer says, oh yeah, it's trade for print. Then all of a sudden he's selling a calendar, right? Of cosplayer gone wild or whatever it may be and he's selling it, you are actually entitled to compensation. So just keep that in mind. And photographers, yeah, you shouldn't be selling images that you, you, know, you took of the model for free, right? If it's really portfolio building, then you guys are only using it for portfolio building. Um, oh yeah, I also have a schedule, right? Uh, I'm not saying for the actual shoot, but us photographers, we suck. Right, I admit that, we suck. Um, you know, I have a lot of things going on. I have paid gigs versus my free gigs and all these other things. So my free gigs get backed up. And with that, that says that when my cosplayers are like, so Larry, have you got through those images yet? I'm like, no. Two months later, hey Larry, have you got through those images? No. You know, a week for the con, hey Larry, I'm working on it. I'm working on those images. I get backed up from time to time. So I do keep a really, strict schedule and I tell my, my cosplayers, I'm like, hey, you know, uh, this first month, I'm not even gonna unload it off the memory card, you know? There was a great sale on Best Buy, I bought like 40 memory cards just because of this. So I just have stacks of memory cards collecting dust and I'll offload them when I can, right? I'm not saying that's the best business practice, but I at least tell my cosplayers the truth, right? After that, you know, when I work with it, I tell them right away, hey, this is what's going on. I'm doing the editing now. Here's a couple sample images that you feel free to post online. They absolutely love it. Make sure you give your cosplayers, you know, a bone because they, they're so excited over these images, right? Sometimes when they see these images with light editing, they're just so excited and so happy. You're like, sheesh, I don't really have to edit anything else at this point. Just keep that in mind. So we have social media. All right, so not just being uh, the I, what, studio manager, I also do social media for Lucky Mint. Um, I also have another site that I also do stuff for Instagram, Facebook, uh, kind of uh, called Cosplay After Dark. Um, it's an aggregated site, and we'll go into that a little bit later. Um, but social media, you want consistency. Um, if you have one social media platform, you want to make sure that you're using the same logo. You want if you can get the same domain name on every social media platform. Whether you want to use it or not, you may decide later, hey, that was a good place to post, and you have no rights to it, so. Yeah, Lucky Man has a Pinterest, for God's sakes. I think we have like six images on there. So, it just, you never know, right? All of a sudden, Pinterest might be like the thing for cosplay moms, I don't know. Well, there's some cosplay thing ideas on there, I guess. I guess. But yeah, see, I mean, just, you might as well grab it, it's free, you know, it's, it's it sucks free. you in, that's why I stay away, or at least I know. Um, well, the, the pins that you look at. <laughs> well, not just that, but the other nice part about it is if you stay consistent, it doesn't matter if you're a photographer, cosplay, artist, people are going to find you, they're going to recognize your name, 
Um, and then eventually they'll also recognize your branding. Um, basically who you are. Uh, everybody basically knows who Yaya Han is. Uh, one of the other cosplayers that I enjoy following, um, she's from Germany, um, is, I have no idea how to say it, uh, Kamu, K-A-M-U-I. Oh, she just passed by, she's gonna kick your ass. Awesome. Um, <laughs> but both of them, they don't just do cosplay anymore. Uh, Yaya Han, she does the whole fabrics with Joanne, you know, trying to bridge that gap for cosplayers. Um, and then the other girl, she does literally um, tutorials, just like Linda.com, uh, except for strictly for cosplayers. Um, she has a bunch of books. I downloaded a couple of PDFs of them. Um, it doesn't matter what your skill level is. She breaks them down, um, but they're also her experiences. So you have to deal with that a little bit. Uh, she's not saying that this is the right way to go. Uh, I'm not even saying anything that I'm saying right now is the right way to go. It's just our experiences uh, that we've dealt with in the past. Um, or I'm dealing with right now. The other thing is uh, location. Uh, we're online. It's honestly a matter about where you're posting your images. Like I love Instagram now. In the beginning when we started Lucky Mint, I absolutely hated Instagram. You have to post a photo, then you gotta have hashtags, and it's like coming up with hashtags. I probably sit there for about 20 minutes just because I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Um, but now it's just like hashtags. All right. Yeah. And what, what's up with, do you guys know what Patreon is? You guys know what Patreon is? Patreon is like crazy, whether you're a cosplayer or a photographer. So what Patreon is, is supposed to be patron, like patron of the arts. And you could, uh, it's like a non-stop GoFundMe page or Kickstarter page or whatever. And people will subscribe to your page and they'll give you money. And you have different tier awards, that type of thing. Yeah, and it's so odd and strange, I'm like, what? I, I know there's a couple cosplayers as well as photographers out there that use a lot of it. I think they have like a dollar one, but be aware if they charge you a dollar, it's actually two by the end of the month because it charges you twice. Yeah, it does it every two weeks, and you're basically help funding the arts, right? And you, as as the person is the owner of the Patreon page, you give special awards like you know prints, maybe uh, you know exclusive photos, maybe a thank you email. I don't know what guys are into. It's strange. But like I'm literally watching like cosplayers rack in like eight thousand dollars every two weeks for cosplaying, and I'm like, what? I was like, I was born. I should have been watching. Seriously, what? But yeah, just think about that. Whether you're a photographer or a cosplayer, that's definitely something to get into. Same thing with like Twitch, all these other things. People love following it, and I have. I have this one cosplayer friend, you know, she helped me get into this whole cosplay photography. She's a law student right now. And she, when she started this with Lucky Men, she probably only had about like six followers on Facebook. And now she has about 10,000 and she gets birthday gifts. And I'm like, what the, I'm like, dude, you should give me half of this, right? <laughs> she gets emails, she goes like the rent fair and like guys show up to meet her. And I'm like, and your boyfriend's cool with this? I'm like, this is a normal thing, oh, this is scary. Hence, did we talk about having a stage name or a cosplay name? Uh, not yet. Have a cosplay name, for God's sakes. If you're a cosplayer, do not use your real name. Have a cosplay your name. Your pet's name and your street address. Because there's know. people like Patrick out there that will Facebook stalk the living daylights out of you, all right? And then he's like, hey, that looked like a really cool party. And you're going to be like, what party? When you were six. Tell your mom that cake was awesome. Oh, shit. There you go. 
Anything else I missed? The other thing is just be aware of like different platforms. Like I know a lot of uh, cosplayers that I follow on Patreon, probably the reason that they do it is it's like Facebook, There is you have a reach, but not everybody's seeing your stuff. Same with Instagram. So it's like, um, they use it as, you'll get literally an email notification when they are spamming the shit out of you. Like, all right, you got, sorry, you got, you got six emails from one cosplayer just because it's like, hey, I shared this post, I shared this post. And so at some point, some people do it. And I don't know, maybe this is a bad way to look on Twitch, but I kind of see it as like the cam girls of the future. Oh, no, we're not going there. Really? <laughs> yeah. Could you just bring that up in a freaking panel? Yeah, because they uh, donations. We're never going to have a panel at the San Diego Comic-Con. They're always so successful on Twitch. I know. Yeah, and they just have like cute headphones on, and they're just like, you know, they're not even playing a video game, right? They're watching like Real Housewives of whatever. And you're like, okay, cool, sure. Why yeah. did I get on this? Because you're out of touch. That's why you're at this table. I know. Table. I'm a terrible. <laughs> I'm a terrible. I keep telling you, you need to post. But that's precise. All right. Um. All right. The other thing. Be, uh, where, where, where are we at? Sorry. Yeah, uh, we're at the. How, how do I make friends? Network. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first, um, that's Patrick M. Mueller. You can find him on Facebook. He, uh, <laughs> that's his real name. Yeah. Stop. He doesn't have a cosplay name yet, so. That guy, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, so basically, network, meet people. You're, you're at a con, you're going to meet a bunch of uh, con goers, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, you guys should all exchange names with each other right now, too. We're like, hey, you remember when we were at that terrible panel? The thing was free stuff. Free stuff. Um, like every time we take a photo of somebody, we try to hand out a business card going, hey, this is who we are. You'll find your photo here. Um, as a cosplayer, it's a good idea too. Every time somebody takes your photo, be like, hey, can you tag me? This is me. Um, yeah, you sure are learning a lot. I'm right? learning a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, you're just I'm just you just learning. had a, like, you know. Really nice. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. You know, oh, by the way, you know how we started working? Liz over here. I, I love this story. Right? <laughs> we met her at this Comic Con last year. I, I actually I was covering Wait, the event. Oh, I took a picture of her. We didn't meet her. We just no, saw no, her. I, I met her. Okay, I, just I took her. a picture of her and everything else. And then one of my friends that I was with, she was like, oh my gosh, I love Harley so much. Can you take a picture of me with her? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Here you go, Caroline. And then I take the pictures and everything else. And then we post it like on our DeviantArt, our Facebook. We put the Lucky Man watermark on there and everything else. She contacts us out of the blue, and she's like, hey, my name you know, is blah, 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 and I have a Harley, and I'd love to work with you guys. Here's what they look like. She sends us her own pictures with a watermark cropped out. Yeah, she cropped out her own watermark. <laughs> and I'm like, so Patrick sends it to me, and I'm like, hey, did we take these pictures? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, F, she, did she crop out a watermark? <laughs> like, yeah. So now, like, now we work together. Now, now. <laughs> the watermarks are everywhere. No, yeah, we we go a little crazy on our water, watermarks a little bit. It's like the whole pixels for pixel kind of movement that was going on at one point. Um, people stealing your photos a little bit. It has to deal with a lot of the aggregator sites too. Um, we'll not giving, yeah, not giving credit and everything. Yeah, so. uh, we've gotten our photos stolen quite a few times before we did the heavy watermarks. Um, and like to me, it's not that big of a deal. They don't give me credit. What bothers me is when they're like, "Hey, look at this great photo we took." And they put yeah. yeah. I'm like, come on. And then they get more likes on that photo than we do on our own. I'm like, oh gosh, come on, guys. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. next. 
No, well, not just that, but meet different people. Like literally, we were walking up and down the halls. There are groups for everything. Um, like I'm a big Halo person, and I've been trying to build an armor, and I'm just like shit. Uh, I'm stuck on this part. But hey, they're downstairs, so I better get some contact information before I leave. Um, we got five minutes, Daddy. They're, they're looking. No, oh, oh shit. Five minutes. All right. Next slide. All right. What to share? Um, be active. Be posting. Um, Slave labor, um, they're doing behind the scenes shots. They're doing that stuff for you. They're doing that stuff for the photographer. It's great to post. Um, if you're a photographer, you're not really doing a whole lot um, unless you're constantly shooting. It's okay to sit on it sometimes. You know, I think we do like a major dump before any con, but in the meantime, we're like posting memes and video game stuff. Uh, trying to stay relatively active. Um, but yeah, you got con stuff behind the scenes. Uh, Whips if you're a cosplayer working hard. Oh, whips are big deal, guys. People love that stuff. A lot of cosplayers I follow. I think that's the like the big thing. Uh, I don't know. I like the little adventure going on with them. Did you tell what a whip is? Working progress. Oh, I thought you were talking about cars. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking whips. Oh, that's your. Actually, aggregators. Right. Need help promoting? That's the whole idea of an aggregator. Alright, so an aggregator is a website or pro uh, program that collects a relatively itemized of content and displays them like their, their own or likeness or anything like that. Um, CNN, uh, ESPN, IGN, Yahoo, um, they do a bunch of that. Um, for uh, cosplay, I, again, I like Instagram. Um, there's badass cosplay. They're really hard to uh, get in unless you're really big. Uh, cosplay and babes, they're probably relatively uh, really nice. A lot of these groups will share your photos if you just email them. It's like, hey, or you send them an in message and they're like, hey, can you share these photos? And they will, because they always need content. So, and they'll tag you in it. It's basically free promotion. Some of these aggregators have gotten so large that they'll actually charge you for it, and you have to weigh whether or not that's worth yeah, we've run across a couple with Lucky Men. Like one of them, they asked for we needed the cosplayer's permission. It's like it's our photo. No, we still need their permission. Uh, other one, twenty five dollars for six hours of time on Instagram, which was kind of outrageous. Um, also, if you want to share with them, send them a message first, going, "Hey, will you share?" and then tag them. So it's not like, "Oh, this person just tagged me out of nowhere, expecting me to share their stuff." Like that, that inappropriate person. So uh, you know. Be sure to follow uh, Cosplay After Dark, uh, Liz AK underscore Cosplay. You can see more of my professional, or I shouldn't call it that, my commercial work at LarryBron.com. And if you guys want this slide deck, if you guys are worried about taking notes or anything else, uh, grab a promo card, a business card, I will gladly email you this slide deck. And uh, you can see more of our work at LuckyMet.com, which is under construction right now because we always change our website. Yeah. And you can follow us on all of our crazy, uh, social media channels at Lucky Met Photo, and we will bombard the living daylights out of your newsfeed. I'm so sorry in advance. Uh, any questions? I know we didn't talk anything about photography. We did. <laughs> the thing is, I mean, like they already know how to use a camera. That's like cosplay photography special. What's up? <laughs> They're all weird questions. Yeah, I mean, it's only weird if you're asking if Patrick's single. That's weird. Well, the answer is yes, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would be like, look at the UMA, so I was like, do you like photography for like, the Uh I did before, not anymore. I no longer work at the UMA. I just ended my UMA career last year. It was a wonderful time. 
Were you, were you a diver? Yeah, until like, I actually go up there and like, the coaches are like, on the team and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, I worked in marketing and you know, worked in the like basement of McHale, but it was great. And it was great while he worked there, because I got into seeing wow. volleyball for free. <laughs> Any other questions? Well, it's pretty easy. Um, you could. There's a bunch of groups on like DVNR as well as Facebook. Uh, DVNR is basically the Facebook for artists. You know, it's another free website. And uh, yeah, just like join like you know the different groups like Arizona cosplayers, you know Tucson cosplayers, anything like that. And that's how you like definitely start connecting. They're um, also on Facebook as well. There, you kind of have to go through like a trial sometimes with those groups. Um, but they're also here at the cons, and you'd be like, hey, I, run, I seen you guys stuff on Facebook, here's my information, this is what I do. You want to work together? If not, um, other times we did a casting call on DVR as well, that's how we got Lindsay, uh, was in, sorry. Um, and so yeah, there's that as well. Yeah, it, it's not that hard. Cosplayers are always looking for photos. Anything else? Appreciate it. Well, we have nine remaining shirts, and it seems like we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people that didn't get shirts yet. Uh, if you guys just want to come, I was going to throw them, make you guys scream for them and everything else. Uh, my fantasies are just done. That that's comes from my U of A marketing stuff, right? So yeah, if you guys want to come get a shirt, grab a promo card, you guys are a great crowd. Uh, feel free to email us if you have any other questions, or if you want this slide deck, we'll definitely forward it to you. Thank you. One panel down, more to go. <laughs> and then you no. can visit our booth at <laughs> 18 or 17 and 18. 17 and 18. We're part of Constant Con down there, so it's kind of hectic. Um, but if you want to see more of our work, check us out. You guys have a great presence at Constant Con. Yeah, seriously, grab shirts. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.